Does the channel provide value? Focus on the foundation. I am a travel vlogger. It's always about communication. Build those partnerships. What are the problems that you solve for your clients? Just being ahead on the technological side of things. Leading an organization. You not only want to survive, but you want to thrive. They said it wouldn't last, and they said that you can't drive profitable and incremental revenue through the affiliate channel. But here we are, 20 years later, and the affiliate channel is alive and kicking and generating profitable revenue for thousands of retailers across the globe. Hi, I am Jamie Birch, your host of the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast, where we talk to some of the industry's best and brightest about their careers, about leadership, and about how to drive profitable revenue through the affiliate channel. Hey everyone, this is Jamie Birch with the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast. I am your host and the CEO and founder of JEB Commerce, your award-winning affiliate management agency. So here we are in season two. We added some things. These solo podcasts are one of them. And one of the things we're going to add is, well, when I want to rant about something, then we're going to add that. And I don't really rant a whole lot, but that's what today's episode is about. So before we get started and I dive into my rant, uh, just want to let you know, if you need help with your affiliate program, you can ask me any questions. There's a couple ways for you to do that. You can email me at gethelp at jebcommerce.com uh, and I will answer any questions you have. You can also just put time on my calendar at calendly.com slash Jamie Burch. So if you need help with your affiliate program, if you want it to be just worlds better and best in class for 2022. Can't believe I'm saying 2022 already. Uh, reach out to me. I'd love to brainstorm with you. I'd love to help you with your problems. So uh, you can do that at gethelp at jebcommerce.com. Uh, you can also go to jebcommerce.com and click on our media tab. You'll find all our podcasts as well as some great blog content that will help you run a really good program. Also, check out our case study section. There's some really good stuff there. So anyway, on to my rant. <laughs> so we were talking to a potential client just a week or so ago, and the one thing they mentioned as they were uh, preparing to move into Q4 was uh, they said these words, we removed all non-performing affiliates from our program so we could easily, more easily manage things. And that is where my rant is today. So that got me thinking about removing unproductive affiliates. So what's an unproductive affiliate? This is an affiliate that joined your program at some time in your history of the program, and they haven't done anything. You don't know what they're doing. They haven't communicated with you. And they're generally, you know, there's no clicks or uh, sales. Now, some people will do this with only the affiliates that are in the program have had no contact. They've not posted a link. They've done nothing to show any sort of activity. They haven't driven a single click, one user, no sales, nothing. And they call that group. There's a whole other set of advertisers that will get rid of anyone who hasn't had a sale in, you know, the last three months or for all time and they get rid of those uh, affiliates. So I don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. And I can tell you a ton of stories. In fact, there's one in particular of an affiliate who uh, several years ago ended up selling his affiliate, his, his affiliate site uh, to a, uh, a greater organization, made a good deal of money on it, and was very productive. But 
if I ran my programs like some advertisers do, and I remove affiliates that are unprofitable, I would never have had a relationship with that individual. He would never have driven hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales because that individual needed time to build up his brand, to build up his affiliate site. So he joined our program of many clients of ours and didn't do anything, was dormant or considered dormant for a long time. Now on his end, man, he was doing a ton of work to try and get things going. One of the things he needed to be successful was access to links and creative and those types of things so he could start to build his website out. Eventually that worked out really well. Excuse me, I helped him build his website and figure out his audience and how he was going to uniquely position himself in the marketplace. That led to a really strong relationship that still goes on today, even after he's out of the affiliate community. So there is so many compelling reasons to leave them in there. So let's talk about some of the reasons why you wouldn't uh, get rid of them. One, it's just not necessary. If you look at how you run an affiliate program, there's no cost. There's no bandwidth spent. There's nothing really, you're, you're, you have no reason to get rid of those affiliates. It just doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't, quote unquote, clean up your program. It doesn't do that. It just removes potential partnerships down the road. Now, if you have a lot of bad behaviors happening from that group of affiliates, then you need to change your approval process. Fix the actual problem. Don't get rid of good affiliates maybe good affiliates down the road. So it costs you nothing. It's just not necessary. And really, you're sacrificing future sales from these people because of, I don't know why you want to get rid of them. I, I don't know. Now, in the past, I have run a lot of activation campaigns. And I have also said, if you're not going to participate, I'm going to remove you. Those were all incentives combined with an actual bonus incentive, a higher commission rate, a first sale bonus, a custom coupon code, other things to incentivize them and get them off the fence if they had joined the program, haven't really spent time with it. Now they have two reasons, a time constriction that I never actually followed through on and I never intended to, and some sort of incentive and benefit. So I've talked about it, but never actually done it because I want those future partnerships. I don't know what the next big thing in affiliate marketing is going to be. I don't know what the next big publisher is, but the foundation and core of affiliate marketing is 100% relationships. And I don't want to restrict the partnerships because they're not doing anything right now. It, it really shows you don't have a real concrete understanding of how the affiliates actually operate. If you did, a dormant affiliate causes you no pain. They're working through and that's what they do. They come up with a new idea. Think of all your affiliates. These are thousands of partners trying to find new ways to generate an audience that you get access to. So if you don't understand how they operate, think of creating a new product. It takes development time to cook. And what do you need during that time? To be kicked out of the development process? No. What happens when, when you do do that? They'll never work with you again. So you're losing all these potential big players down the road because you want your activation number to be up or to active affiliates to look higher. 
uh, which in the end, that is a bad KPI. But it, And that's also showing if you're kicking them out, it shows you value the wrong KPIs. Are you enjoying the show this far? We cover so many different strategies and stories on the podcast. Sometimes it can be difficult to keep up. We get it. It's why my team and I compiled the very best strategies, and we counted 20 of them, in affiliate marketing programs and put them together for you so you can assess the health of your affiliate program and be able to optimize it for the best possible results. You can get that guide at jbcommerce.com strategies. In the guide, we go over how to address your commission structure, your coupon strategies, 10 questions you need to ask to identify strategic opportunities, the many ways you can utilize your affiliate partners to react and pivot rapidly to our ever-changing ecosystem, and so much more. Now, I want you to be able to access these strategies 100% for free simply for being a listener of the show. Get access to them today at jebcommerce.com strategies. Now, back to our show. Do you want a thousand affiliates active or 20% or 50%? What do those numbers really mean? What you want is you know, the right customers being driven by as many affiliates as possible. Now, you can use those KPIs to gauge your effectiveness in activating partners. But when you remove affiliates wholesale because they aren't producing, you are now saying there is nothing possible in that universe of affiliates that I just kicked out. And I can tell you 100% of the time, that's just not true. So if you're not understanding how the affiliates operate and that they create new ideas and join programs, and it may take six months, a year, five years for that product to come to fruition where they're driving sales, they're using your links and driving clicks to your program, you just don't understand how they operate. Without understanding, you can't build trust. And without trust, you can't have good affiliate relationships. And that's what affiliates time and time again, that's what they're based on is relationships. So removing those affiliates, it shows a complete lack of understanding of what they're going through, how they operate. And they're going to know that. They're going to clearly see that. They don't reach out to you and say, hey, what are you doing? They move on to your competitor who's probably not doing that. Another thing is it just costs you nothing for them to be in there. And I look at that group as a category I get to farm over time. Now, do I just let them sit in there and do nothing? I don't. I have activation campaigns going all the time. And I may have a bunch of different groups. I may group, grab that group that's never done anything, not an impression, not an activation, not a click and not a sale. And I will continually farm that group and nurture them. At some point, they may need some help to develop their uh, affiliate site and how to monetize it. I want to be that guy that they call. Maybe they just need reminded at the right time that your offer is there and they can use it. So I want them nurtured. I may take another category and say everyone who's driven at least a click in the last year or a click in general. Now I know that they've at least tested the link. They've taken another step. And if you look at your affiliates as going through a funnel, just like your consumers do at the top, they heard your name at the bottom. They're fully optimized and driving as many potential sales as possible through your affiliate channel. You want to catch them at different stages. So if they've never done anything, they're still at the top. How do you nurture them down to the next step where maybe they logged in and they grabbed a link and they tested it? 
then maybe you take another group and they're driving clicks, but they're not driving sales. And you do a optimization campaign and you reach out to each of those, those affiliates. Many advertisers right now want content sites and want new customers and they want new affiliates outside of your top five, top 10 producers in the channel. And those same people are removing affiliates from their program. That's the, the ground you should be farming and nurturing. So that's my case. I don't like to do it. So why do advertisers remove that? Sometimes it's to increase their activation rate so they can share within their organization that they have 90% active affiliates. But I would say, again, what, is, what does that rate really matter? If you're manipulating like that in general, what does it matter? Are you hitting your financial goals? That's the KPI that, that matters. Now, again, you can use that activation rate as a KPI on if you're getting better or worse and how the trend is. So they do that. A lot of times they'll, they'll remove affiliates because they're worried about fraud and nefarious behavior and trademark bidding and things like that. Well, I would say removing them show that your process in the beginning, frankly, it failed. You let those guys in in the beginning anyway. Now they're in and now you have to fix it up. So it shows that. And then there's reasons I just, I don't know. I don't know why people do this. It's about relationships. This is a way you get to farm. So please do not remove affiliates from your program if they're not doing anything. Be better at nurturing, encouraging, activating, and optimizing your affiliates. That's where you should be focusing on your, en your energy on instead of removing them wholesale. I guarantee you that within that group of affiliates that were removed are a couple ideal partnerships that that advertiser was looking for and now they'll never get. I don't want to see that happen to you. So please don't do that. Now, if you disagree with me, comment here. Let's have a discussion about it. I want to hear your argument for removing it and maybe we'll do a follow-up uh, rant. Heck, maybe I'll even bring you on the podcast and we can argue about that, debate it and talk about it together. But anyway, that is my rant today. That's about as uh, animated as, as I get. But really, thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate everything. Now, if you have ideas for our podcast, definitely let us know. That same email address I announced at the beginning, gethelp at jebcommerce.com. Let us know what topics you want covered in this podcast. Let me know if you think I'm crazy and I'm off my rocker. I'd love to hear that too. If you know of someone who you'd love to hear me interview on our podcast, definitely don't hesitate to let me know that as well. And you can reach us at our Facebook page, our LinkedIn page, uh, and that email as well. And remember, if you do need help, go to calendly.com slash Jamie Burch, set up some time with me. I'd love to talk to you about this particular issue or any issue you are having with your affiliate program. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Send it to someone who you think is doing this right now and see what they think. Uh, send it over to them if you find it's helpful. Share it on your socials. And please, it would really help us to extend the reach of this podcast and our conversations we're having on the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast. If you go into Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the podcast player of your choice and leave us a five-star review. Tell us how we're doing. I really appreciate you listening. Again, my name is Jamie Birch. Today was my first rant on this podcast. I would love to hear what you have to say, but thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. 